Welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. I am your host, Jesse, a corporate analyst, side hustler, and an advocate of creating with intent. So let's burst those thought bubbles and turn them into convos. Let's speak our minds and dive into the needy greedy of it all, whether it's adulting, mental health, creativity, faith, and life in general. Join the conversation by using the hashtag Convos with Jay for your feedback and suggestions. And oh, hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. What's up, everyone? So, today is the official start of the circuit breaker for here in Singapore. And to add a bit of context to that, it means offices will be closed except for the essential services such as healthcare, transportation, and supermarkets. Now, we are still allowed to leave the house and buy our groceries and even exercise at the parks, but of course, with a safe distance from the people around us. And personally, I love that Singapore government has put in place certain guidelines to protect its people and to flatten the curve. But with the circuit breaker in place, offices and companies are now enforced to let 100% of its staff to work from home or to totally stop operations if work from home is not feasible. I was researching on this topic and I came across an article from The Economist, and this is from 2015. It is a study done by Stanford Institute for Economic Policy Research under Nicholas Bloom, and it is for C-Trip. It is a Chinese travel company. So the experiment was done on a thousand employees, and they were allowed to work from home on a nine-month period. And the experiment revealed that working from home during that time led to a 13% increase in performance almost an extra day of output per week, and 50% drop in employee quit rates or attrition. That experiment was considered successful that C-Trip rolled out working from home to the entire firm. Now get this, five years later on March 30th, Nicholas Bloom's statement is saying the opposite of the result of his research back in 2015. He said that collapse in office space time will lead to a slump in innovation and that in-person collaboration is necessary for creativity. So you might be wondering why there is a 180 degree shift in his research. He said the answer is social company. When employees or staff work from home for a really long time, the feeling of being isolated, lonely and depressed will start to creep in. And it will not only kill office productivity, but it is also building a mental health crisis. And I feel that it is something that we need to talk about. That just thought that keeps on popping in my head because I've been working for three weeks, three straight weeks, and I've done it in the past. And, you know, it's it's okay. And initially I thought that it's it's something that I would really love to be doing. But so for the past three weeks, I've managed to set up a routine and office space in my tiny little bedroom. And um, I realized that there are certain guidelines that you will need to adapt in order to to embrace this current norm, this current reality that we are in. And of course, to make sure that our psychological wellness is secured and not compromised. So 
we are so blessed to have a technology or to have internet, which allows us to transition and for business continuity efforts to become seamless. I can't imagine a world without it because communication, everything that we're doing right now is, you know, is process and it's through technology and internet. So I figured it, we should discuss the woes and you know whatnots of working from home and probably open up minds and perception of people who are starting to adapt this new reality and this new norm so i figured i would list down some of some recommendations and tips of how we can be more effective and efficient while maintaining while maintaining our psychological wellness as we work remotely so first is that before you actually work from home, it's important that your devices, your access are all configured and set up before you bring everything home. I've had this instance in the past where in, you know, it was very inefficient to talk to help us for hours just because it couldn't get my VPN to, to be up and running. And it ended up me going to the office and to work from there and this current situation that we're in especially here in singapore that is not feasible it's not possible because that will be against the law if i do that so better make sure that your devices are all configured everything is installed and that your vpn is working before you set up your home office next is time is of essence make sure that you have a schedule and that you stick to it most of the time it's important that we have clear guidelines on when to when to work and when to call it a day because that will help us maintain a work-life balance you know sometimes it will there is this blurred line between home and work when you're working from home and i think that's something that needs to be defined but for some people they have, and I, I've had this feeling before that it, it's as if I'm attached to my laptop or to my phone all the time. But that's not really the reality. I mean, your work is does expect you to be in and working and functioning for a certain period of time. And if it does require you to extend, then of course it is within certain guidelines. So make sure that you set up a schedule and that you stick to it. One thing that really helped me even before working from home was keeping a journal of my to-do list and that helped me you know frame my day what are the things that I need to do I need to accomplish things that I have been done prior or yesterday that I need to finish and you know conclude today so that that really helped me to f- frame how my day is going to be like and it also helps me not to be all cramped up and feel rushed which brings me to my next point of creating a morning routine now deciding you'll sit down at your desk and start a work at a certain time is one thing but creating a routine that guides you into the chair is another so make sure that whatever routine that you have in the morning does not prevent you from actually working whether it's you know getting dressed up and some people do this whether they are working from home or not, especially if I think if you're from sales, you would normally dress up and get told up a little because you would be facing clients. So whether it's something, you know, that 
your preference is up to you. I would personally work on my jeans and shirt and in my, you know, sometimes my sleepwear. <laughs> but it is important that you have a morning routine because that would allow you to, you know, start your day right and make sure that that morning routine ends with you really starting to work and not procrastinating. Okay, the next point is that you need to set some ground rules for the people around you. And this is very applicable for those who have kids or, you know, living with other family members. And I understand that it can be very challenging, especially if you live, let's, let's say you only have a small space and people are always passing around, talking behind you, doing something in the kitchen. But it's important that they, that they understand that you are working and the time that you'll be spending, let's say from 9 to 6, should be allotted to work. So you need to set their expectation of what you can and cannot do within the time frame. Some people will expect you, okay, since you're at home, then you, you will expect you to do this and that. Working from home and being in the office, the only thing that differ, that's different is that your location. But your role, your responsibility, your time at work is still the same. So it's something that you need to keep in mind because it's so easy to be um, distracted when or a lot of people's talking to you, you know, because you're in all, you're at home and there are people around. So make sure that you set their ground rules, and I'm sure people will respect that, provided that you set their expectations right as well. Next thing is very important as well is make sure that you take your breaks seriously. A lunch hour and two fifteen minutes breaks seems to be the standard for full-time whether you're in a u.s employee or working in the asia it's i think that's standard so make sure that you take those breaks seriously and do not short change it you know some people okay i need to i need to rush with my lunch or with my breaks because i need to be online your work is going to be there when you go back and but your tummy will start rambling if you don't eat. So make sure that you take that time to either rest and just breathe and, you know, de-stress. Breaks are really important and you don't need to overwork yourself and feel that you always have to be online. You have to be always connected and always available for to answer questions from people. They know that you need to take breaks and they too need to do that. So... Do not be too hard on yourself and make sure to take those breaks seriously. Another tip is to breathe. And sometimes when you're working from home and I've had this experience in the past few weeks, I found myself just staying in. I don't go out. I I mean, yes, we're not allowed to go out at this point and to leave and, you know, we're, we're being asked to stay indoor. But just stepping out of your house around your block and just getting some fresh air if possible sun exposure we need that vitamin d guys it's very important or maybe spend a few minutes you know at your window that will do but just make sure that you have some time to breathe whether you are especially if you're like me and you're working from your room it's important that you need that, that you experience some fresh air or some sun exposure 
because that will definitely be good for your immune system. And at this point, that is one of our main priorities is to make sure that we boost and protect our immune system. So don't forget to breathe, guys. Another tip is, and I think I should have placed it at the top of the list, is to make sure that you have a dedicated office space. Now, as I mentioned, I know that we have different setup. Um, I'm alone in my room, so I have a designated space specifically for my laptop, my monitor, and just my office and art supplies. But if you are, it can be very challenging if your home is a bit small and there are a lot of people in it. But it's imperative that you have this space because it's going to be too difficult for you no matter how small it is, just make sure that you have a dedicated corner specifically for your office laptop or a place where you can actually think and process, you know, anything that's work-related. So one thing that to keep in mind is make sure that that place is well-lit. We don't want our eyes getting strained and it has to be well-ventilated. And make sure that your back is protected, guys, because we don't want to end up slouching. I have scoliosis. Oops. And I feel like for the past few weeks, I feel like my back is getting strained and my lower back is a bit painful for sitting long hours. So make sure that your back is protected and that you have a comfortable office chair that you can use so that your back is well rested as you work. And um, just to add to that is make sure that you exercise a little. There are a lot of videos circulating online, especially right now where everyone is working from home, that you can actually do like stretching for five minutes several times a day, you know, standing up every now and then to get your water or to go to the washroom or comfort room. Just make some motions within the day and just not be too stagnant on your office chair so yeah a little bit of stretching here and there will definitely help those blood circulate evenly inside your body and that will also allow you to think more sharply that's based on study guys all right so next is to show up and be present i think this is very important and when i started this this podcast i mentioned about the social company which resulted to a 180 degree shift and the result of the research of Nicholas Bloom for working from home and and this is because staff feel isolated and lonely and depressed so being present and communicating with your colleagues even through video conferencing or audio conference calls is a good idea if there is a conference call be there speak up and let your voice be heard let your thoughts speak and you know, I think it's important, especially at this point, that we get to talk to someone. I mean, we are all separated and isolated from each other. And technology is what what brings us together. So why not do that every day? Whether it's a simple good morning to your colleague, thanks, bye, during your meeting, if it's just a 15-minute call. But please be present and show up during your meetings. One thing that everyone is doing right now is that every they are trying to upskill and learn something new. For some industry, it's a bit slow since, of course, um, 
businesses are affected. Some are doing reduced hours. I'm part of a conferencing firm and it's way too busy right now because a lot of people have complaints about their connectivity and inability to connect. And of course, it's every, you know, most carriers are currently, con- you know, congested given the n- amount of high utilization that you're getting due to the high number of people working from home and utilizing conferencing. But that's enough of that. Um, learning a new skill is very important, especially right now that everything is slowing down. So when we were still reporting in the office to our actual offices, there were some, you know, learning or meetings, um, upskilling that you can do um, on site. Now that we are working remotely, there are definitely um, training platforms that you can visit online, which will allow you to learn something and even get you certified. So just make sure that you go through the proper channels and request that access from your from your managers or your directors and just you know create a a business justification stating that you want to learn something new especially right now and upskilling would definitely increase your marketability and at the same time will allow you to be more productive at work which of course when you upskill um, your department will definitely benefit from it as well and lastly i think this one is also very important is that don't be too hard on yourself give yourself some grace i mean everyone is going through the same thing everyone is on the same boat whether you enjoy working from home whether you find it more relaxing or the opposite give yourself a pat on your shoulder because the fact that you're waking up and having the intention to work that's already courage and that's you adapting that's you um, making sure that your life continue and that you're living it out despite and in spite of the situation that we're currently in so give yourself some grace and you know, if it takes some time for you to adjust, that's okay. And feel free to ask for help. There are a lot of people who are also going through the same thing. And I believe that's a reason why we're... I I feel that, that there is a need to discuss this topic. Because not everyone is talking about it. Especially the mental crisis that everyone is facing. Given the, the isolation. And of course, the fear of losing their jobs. Given the reduced hours. And some people have been stopped from reporting to work and it's it's sad really but that's the current reality and i know that all of us are resilient and when we go through difficult times like these we find ways to adapt so i implore you to to never give up and just continue um pushing through life and just seeking God for for wisdom and guidance. And again, give yourself grace. And this working from home setup, this current norm that we are in, you know, we just have to embrace it. We just have to adapt to it and not fight it. Because at the end of the day, everyone is going through the same thing. 
And for us who are working from home, I'd say we should be grateful that we have work and that we have the ability to work and get paid while being the comfort of our own home. So I hope that you pick something from the list that I've shared. If you have anything else that you feel like you know, you can share and for people to hear um, as to what worked for you, what's not working, what it, what makes it more efficient for you, what makes you more effective when you're working from home. Please do share them with us by using the hashtag condos with Shay. And thank you so much for paying attention to this video, to this audio or to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. So until then, guys, thank you so much for listening. that's it for the episode of thought bubble with jay hope you guys enjoyed it don't forget to hit the subscribe button and as always stay inspired be hopeful and be kind always catch you again next time